Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance, and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today. Introducing the SND Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Welcome everybody to a special SND Podcast Show edition. The SND Podcast presents I-95 Network's Vice Man and Oz Show. We're live at the Belmore Fair. Um, we're on Facebook Live too, so if you wanna you wanna watch us you're, and you're at home, hopefully you can hear us. We know it's a bit of a distance. But uh, we are recording it, so you will be able to find us uh, later on as well on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and also now on the SNDblog.com, as well as Brand new. Drum roll. Oh, I was like, what was that? <laughs> See, that's uh, we are now on Stitcher as well, so that's awesome. Uh, a new toy for us to be, uh, be listened on. A new place for people to listen, but let's get this day started. We got a long day ahead of us. We're here seven hours. And Danny's here, if you couldn't tell. Danny's here. Hi, Danny. Hi, Ben. Hey, guys. <laughs> And the Voice of Oz boys, Stephen and Errol. What's going on, guys? Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing today? We're good. We're all good. Stephen, how are you? Glad to be here in my hometown, Belmore Street, to represent. I get oh, to really see you does. every Friday. I'm glad. I, I'm well, glad it's Saturday, so Stephen here sees a wrestler in the middle of the ring right now. I'm right right here with you now. Thank you very much, guys. You know, I feel like we should let Stephen tell who we're sponsored by today. Go for it. We are sponsored by Sending Socks. Today's podcast is sponsored by SendingSocks.com, a monthly sock subscription for those looking to get back and receive. As a Sending Socks member, you can anticipate the monthly arrival of their signature red envelope containing a fresh new pair of socks. As a result of your generosity, one pair of socks will be donated with each person. Just $10 a month, plus shipping and handling. One pair for you, one pair donated every month. That's www.sendingsocks.com. Be sure to join today. But wait, be sure to let them know we send you there. Use coupon code SND to get a dollar off your first one. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, the guy's going to be down here with us a little later, uh, so you can sign up with him direct here. I believe he told me that the uh, promo code is going to run through January, so you got some time to get your promo code in. Um, but we got a packed show. Uh, Vin, what do we got? What, what's going on today? We are going to talk. A lot of Islanders today, yeah. but we're going to start off around 12 o'clock with our Jets talk. Right. Our guest, Vito, the man, the myth, the legend. They're going to have a tough week every week. They're the Jets. They're the Jets. It's going to be tough every week. They'll be lucky if they win a game at this point. What's the spread on that one right now? 15. Actually, yeah. 15. The last time we did a live show, he didn't know spreads. This year in our pick, Steven is participating in spreads. Yes. It's a little struggle. Does he know who gets the points? Does he know how it works? Steven, the Raiders are favored by 13. If you wanted to put 
anything on that game, what would you do, Steve? I would take the points on that one. So, you know what that means, right? You mean... So that means the Raiders are going to win by 13 or more. That just means that the Jets get to score two touchdowns. They show up, and they get two touchdowns. Oh, you're giving up too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even see that. Well, to be fair, they had more points than the Giants. Yes, right, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, so, so the we're going to get into all, uh, we're going to go, you did get that correct, I was just mad with himself, he's so proud of himself, anywho, with that being said, we got a jam-packed show, make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we got the lovely Nicole here, helping us out, we got uh, a bunch of stuff from China, raffle and auction stuff, all proceeds are going to the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation and the American Cancer Society, so come on down, uh, if you want to donate, and you're listening to us on Facebook Live, and you're not going to come down. Uh, if, any, if you know any of us on Facebook, we all, uh, a couple of us have Venmo. Send us some money. Tell us what you want us to put in the raffle, or send us a message. We'll send you a video of what we have for raffle, so you could tell us where to put your tickets into. Um, with that being said, I guess we'll take a break. We'll come back when Vito's here. Absolutely. Sounds good. Sounds good, guys. Welcome back to the SND Podcast Show presents the I-95 Network's Weissman and Oz Show. We're here. Make sure you come down. We got auctions going on. Uh, buy some raffle tickets. All donations are going to the American Cancer Society and the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. And now we're going to have our first guest of the day, uh, Vito. What's going on, man? Not much. Thanks for having me. Uh, really just wanted to come by and say thank you. You guys do a, a great job, and uh, you're always donating uh money to great causes and um, you know you guys helped me immensely a year ago um, I'm disabled from 9-11 and I had to get a service dog and they were $20,000 and a good friend of mine Liz Braun did a GoFundMe page and um, we raised the 20 grand in uh, less than three weeks 298 donors so wow. it was a miracle yeah. Yeah. so it was uh, really something special so he uh, I got him in January Cisco he's two years old he's a purebred Dutch Shepherd and um, Basically, basically, what he does for me, he's, he um, senses when I'm going to get a seizure, and he warns me three minutes before to get to safety. And um, wow, he'll, he'll start jumping on me and stuff, so I, uh, you know, get to safety. So um, it's better than falling on your face and stuff like that. And he's also trained to push. I wear a medical alert button. If nobody's around, he'll push it with his nose. That goes right to uh, 911. And um, I believe since January, he's about 13 for 13. So <laughs> yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Hilly Hall of Fame. <laughs> Much better than the Jets. <laughs> yeah, the Jets are uh, not too good. But, um, yeah, no, so he, he's, he's a blessing, and thank you guys for, you know, donations. There was people, strangers. It was just, just an amazing uh, an amazing thing. So I'm very, very lucky and blessed to have him. So, um, yep. so Vin, you mentioned the Jets. Vito, you know you love the Jets, you know? Yeah, yeah we're going to get you worked up here, Vito. But. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> You know, I, I've been a Jet fan for a long time. I became a Jet fan back in 69-70. We actually got our first uh, color TV when the Jets were playing, um, I believe they were playing Cleveland. I believe they were playing Cleveland. They got killed 31 to something. And uh, we had a color TV, and that's the first game we watched in color. So I became a, a Jet fan from then. I had season tickets in the 70s, the 80s, sometimes in the 90s. Uh, I hate to tell any Jet fans out there, but we just gave them up this year. It was just getting too much, so traveling and uh, and whatnot so i have become a big fan of the red zone <laughs> well, that's cool, though. Yeah, i'm gonna learn that uh trip all weekend too because i'm gonna be a giant season ticket holder so i'm tipped i'm gladly appreciate that but uh with uh with the jets this year obviously you're living under a rock 
Um, it's not going to be the best of years, but the defense is young enough, so if they grow every game, it's it's a positive. Would you, do you think that as well? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, part of me, you know, you know, a professional athlete's not going to lose, but you want them to lose all, lose all the games and get, you know, get a quarterback. But there lies the problem. If we get a young quarterback, who's going to, you know, who's going to tutor the young quarterback? We need somebody that, that that can do that, and we don't. I don't think we have anybody on the staff that can do that right now. We need we need a coach that can do that. You like this head coach or no? I don't. I think he's just he's in a bad situation. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have much to work with, so I don't. You, I don't think you can really put a grade on him after any this year or the year before or next year um you know he's doing the best he can with what he has and he's not he doesn't have much they, don't, they didn't really give him much so so on the snblog.com i did a uh, judge preview and one thing i said was patience because in the nfl it's basically if you're a bad head coach in one year you're fired it's basically all this and i think that it's not fair to the jets and well not fair to Todd Bowles in general so look at the team on paper and say, no matter what, at the end of the year, you're going in a new direction. I think that, I don't know if you agree with me, but maybe next year you may want to stick with Bulls. Let him play this out. Let's see what happens a little bit. Okay, with, you know, consistency in the head coaching game. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. But again, um, it, start, it all starts with a good quarterback, and we just haven't had a, haven't had a good quarterback in a long, long time since uh, probably... Joe uh, Namath. No, I'm gonna say Joe, Joe Namath. You know, he, he was, of course, he's you know with the AFL and everything. He was very important. But I'm not. I'm still not a giant, gigantic fan of his. I'm a big, a big fan of Chad Pennington. I thought he did very well when he was here. Uh, Vinny Testaverde had great numbers while he was here. You know, he, he took us pretty close. Um, and the other one was Ken O'Brien. I had a lot of respect for him. The guy got hit more than anybody I've ever seen. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember LT videos. Highlight whenever I go on YouTube, watch LT videos. It's always him getting destroyed. There's that one clip of LT. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the offensive side, I know it's very obviously blue, other than the running backs. Um, the Jets did get cursed from the Seahawks for the Richardson trade. What are you What are you looking forward for? Anything out of the offense? Like I don't know. I mean, weekly goals. Maybe score a touchdown. I know as a Giant fan, I can't really speak much for this week, but. Well, what, what do you what do you what do you expect? I don't know. It's a tough question to ask. Before you answer that, before you answer that, are we watching the games? You said we like. I am. I am now a red zone. Okay. Fan. Okay. Siciliano, <laughs> or are you watching uh, Hanson on the red zone? Um, cable. Cable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I, I like the red zone. Um, you know what? I think. I, I just don't see a lot of touchdowns coming out of them. You know, if they can move the ball a little bit, I see uh, you know more field goals probably. But I don't I don't see them scoring a lot of points. Yeah, I, I they don't. They just don't have the weapons. You know. Yeah. You know. It's definitely an ugly look, but they have four They have power. They can definitely run it. Yeah. So, you guys have any questions? I mean, we're speaking about the quarterbacks. Obviously, this is a good crop coming out of college this year. Uh, how confident are you that the Jets brass is going to be able? To make that right move, they've had a lot of mistakes in the past, but it's going to be hard to screw up what should be a top five pick. Yeah, but don't forget that the Jets probably will be the only team that are going to fall into that uh, category at the end of the year. There's going to be a lot of other teams vying for for those that same quarterback or two. So, you know, it's not. I, I don't think it's a given that the Jets are going to lose every game this year. Um, but I don't see them winning many, but there's a couple other teams that may not win many, and they may get the pick too. So you, you just don't know. But you know. Going for these old quarterbacks, um, like last year, you know, um, uh, Fitzpatrick, you know, these old quarterbacks, it's just, a, it's, it's a bad trend they have, you know, they, they need a young guy and you got to, like Steven said, you have to have patience and you have, and you have to just, you know, 
they have to learn and they have to, you know, get in there and learn and play. And the only way to, to learn is to play. So, um, you know, I would be glad to put up with another few bad years because they've had so many in a row. Anyway, who cares to finally get a great quarterback and, and do something and make it exciting again? Yeah, but the biggest problem is is you get the quarterback who does he throw the ball to? Right. You need well. You need you need everybody. You do. You need a good. Is he in the ball too? Right. Not even right. Right. You, you need a good. You know. Look. You need a good. Run, you need uh, running backs. You need wide receivers. Um, obviously, defense. Defense is going to win a lot of games too. So, you know, hopefully they can do that. You know. Speaking about defense, I mean, the personal draft of Jamal Adams. You know, I guess this year is really all about seeing what you can do on the field and the pro level. Uh, I mean, Jamal Adams is probably going to be the highlight of the season. See what. Yeah, I'm hoping. I, you know, I expect decent things on him, but um, you know, as long as he's, you know they don't double team or something. But I think I think he, he should have a decent year. Uh, I don't see him. You know, I don't know how many yards he'll get, but hopefully he'll get a, you know yards after the catch and whatnot. But um, I'm hoping he, I'm hoping he'll be the bright spot. I want. Well, Jeff fans, to look at this game and look at this Raider team and look at that as before. You know, they drafted their young quarterback in Derek Carr in the second round too. Before the year before they drafted him, three and thirteen when they got him, three and thirteen, seven and nine, and twelve and four. So even for Jet fans, if they do get this franchise quarterback, you know, Stephen, you said before, be patient because even the year after you get the quarterback, it's, it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows. Even the year after you get it, it's going to be a long process. Well, also the best quarterback in the group right now is Sam Donald. And there's a report that he may not even come out. So if the Jets get the first pick, you're already losing out on one guy because he's not coming out. <laughs> that would be so Jets. <laughs> that would be so typical. <laughs> okay. So what else around the league, since you're a red zone guy now, are you looking forward to this season? Uh, well, you know what? Uh, I love seeing scores, so it's great when it's the red zone. You know, you see scores and you see them, you know, going in, teams taking it in and teams going, running up and down the field. And uh, it's, uh, it's, just, uh, it's, a, it's just a sad, sad commentary to be a Jet fan in this day and age. And it's been for a long time. It's all about that quad box, though. When it's the four screens, yes, you know, yes. Goes yep. insane. You yeah, know it's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm dizzy, and I got, you know, I'm dizzy by the end of the day watching it, but I love it. I had the NFL ticket years ago. I loved that, too, watching that. But, um, so, yeah. um, we're going to ask the question. Super Bowl pick is, Super Bowl prediction is, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. First, oh. first who? <laughs> William and Morris, right? Uh, well, you can't say the Jets. You know. <laughs> Go with the Steelers. Okay. Okay. Tampa Bay Steelers. Uh, well, the Jets yeah. have a chance at the division now. They win this week. You know. Yeah. Right there in the middle there. I, I wasn't happy with the Sheldon thing. I thought they should have franchised him. Um, they well, got, he had one year left. Yeah, but you know what? I, I just they should have done something else. I, I'm not a. Uh, he, he, he was, you know, he was just such a great player. But hey, he got the best, uh, he got the best end of that deal. That's for sure. Look where he wound up. So good for <laughs> oh, him. That's for sure. Right. He's in the best defensive <laughs> line in the league now. Yeah. I kept laughing every time I watched him go after Rogers last week. No offense, Vin. No, no offense, you know. Scoreboard. See, Vin thought I was going to say Packers. He was yeah. hoping anyway. But he, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't slip me that crisp twenty. So forget about that. He was in the box, you know, winning the Super Bowl. I actually went through the Super Bowl too, and I was. Totally crap off the getting it. I don't know your opinion, Errol. Uh, Vito, you're a very nice guy. <laughs> we like this now. In the, in the past couple of years, he's made some egregious predictions, like uh, Brock Osweiler representing the AFC in the Super Bowl last season, and now this one. I don't know if you see the big smile on his face, but you working him up even more. It's, 
I love it. I love this. I'm not going to be able to sleep at night tonight. Thank you very He's much. He's going to be messaging us for the next three months. Until hey, hey, it's okay. Just wait till I okay. my Super Bowl, my uh, weekly pet. Guido said it was going to happen, so that means it's going to happen. It's definitely, it's going. Don't worry. But don't forget, you're, you're also dealing with a Met fan here. So, as we know, it's a long-suffering well, we Met fan. We might as well switch a little bit. We'll go a little, can we go to baseball for, I guess, for a minute, I guess? Yeah, let's go for baseball, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm sure you have a question for him. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Again, same question I asked the Jets. Are we even watching anymore? Because I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Have you gone lately? This is the first year in, uh, I don't know, since I've been going, I did not even make it to a game. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, not, not even early in the year? No, you know what it was? I had just gotten the dog, so I was a little, you know, leery of doing that. That right. was the real reason in the beginning, and then they just stunk it up so bad. I said, why waste my time? So, <laughs> so we have a couple. The young guys are up now, Rosario, Smith, and... Uh, are we looking forward to anything? Have you been able to watch it on TV a little bit? Yeah, uh, I will. I definitely think the young guys will be good. Um, again, management, <laughs> you know, yeah, they all get hurt. The, you know, every, the pitching killed us this year, obviously. But I think in the long run with the young guys, we're going to be okay. And if the pitching can come back next year, that's fine. And as long as management doesn't screw it up and get rid of these, you know, these, these good young guys. All right, before we let you go, Danny. SendingSocks.com and be sure to join today. But wait, be sure to let them know to that let them know we're sending you there. Use the coupon code S and D to get a dollar off for the first month. Awesome, Vito. Thank you very much. For Thank you. And uh, before I leave, real quick, uh, the best New York Jet of all time is Curtis Martin. Oh, yeah. Not Joe yeah. Namath. So that's, that's the last party. thing I'm going to say. Thank you for everything. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, thanks for everything you do. All right, welcome back to the SND Podcast Show presents the I-95 Network's Weissman and Oz Show from the Belmore Fair. We're here, we got raffles, we got Nicole working the raffle table and the auction table. Come on down, help us out. All of it's going to a good cause for charity. Uh, American Cancer Society and the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation are the two charities that we are donating to. Um, and now we're going to welcome in our second guest of the day, Brian Compton. What's going on, man? How are you, guys? Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming This on. is a sick setup you guys got. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, so, yeah, we got a nice spot, especially on a hot day like this. Yes. Thank you, Tree, for being here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Tree. Um, nature. <laughs> <laughs> got to promote nature a little okay. bit here, you know? Um, She's pissed at us, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's start off by promoting your new work. Thanks, man. Appreciate the it. ILC, the ILC podcast, uh, episode two was released last night. Uh, the numbers have been off the charts, so thanks to all the passionate fans. You know, Mike and I wanted to do that because uh, we know how passionate these fans are. Uh, if, if you're 35 or you're around that age, there's a good chance that we high-fived at the Coliseum back in the day after an Islanders goal, and uh, there's just not enough places for fans to go to, to bitch and moan about the Islanders, and Mike and I are going to be a platform for, for everybody. Passionate is a good word. I like, I like how you spin that. The question is, are they still slapping hands at Islander goals now? <laughs> this fan base, you guys know, this fan base has been to hell and back, and they're still going through a lot of nonsense that they don't deserve. Hopefully that gets resolved by the end of this coming season. 
fingers crossed. But uh, look, and like I said, you can't call FAN or, or ESPN Radio and talk about uh, why Calvin DeHaan was minus three last night. They're going to hang up on you. So uh, Mike and I are going to give you guys a chance to do that. You mean Mike Francesa doesn't know I don't know. <laughs> <He does not. laughs> Actually, so, somebody, somebody called him up. Uh, I, mean, he was, I think he was joking, but somebody called him up right before the draft and said, what are the Devils going to do with the number one pick? And he was like, all right, you're a clown, get off. You know what I mean? Like, ESPN, ESPN does love hockey. Like, they do. And, Ricky, uh, yeah. yeah. And Alan Hahn has a show now at 7 o'clock, so it's spread out a little bit. Yeah, so um, we got to talk about the worst idea ever. Well, do we have to? Well, you love talking about <laughs> it. As Twitter Twitter saying, you love it. I, I don't love talking about it. <laughs> It was also the name of the first episode. It was. <laughs> right. I have to look. It is, it's the worst idea ever. So you guys don't know. It's trading John Tavares. It's trading John Tavares because, like I said last on last week's show, uh, things have not gone right for this franchise over the last 25 years. But of the things that have gone right, John Tavares is front and center. Um, he signed for one more year, and you milk this guy for every piece of talent that he has until he either re-signs or decides to go somewhere else. So there's no situation, even if you're 20 points out of a playoff spot, you're not even. That is maybe the only one, and John. even then, I don't think John is going to say, I'm leaving. So until he tells guards, I'm out of here, you keep him. That's, that's just the way I feel about it. I don't know about you guys. I don't see them being bad enough where it's yep, going to get that. That's, that's right. part of the problem. I don't think they're going to be head and shoulders above a lot of teams in the playoff or race. But I don't think they're going to be terrible. Right. So they're, they're going to be fans. in the thick of this playoff race. We're also all Met fans. And so am I. So no, it happened this year. We <laughs> thought they were going to be good. And the then, most disappointing season I can ever remember. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, definitely up there with uh, maybe 09 a little bit. The first year at City Field. No, eight, eight, yeah, right. eight. Eight the last year at Shea Stadium. Nine, was we had the same team and everybody got hurt. We had like $100 right. million on the yeah. The, colla- right. the collapses were terrible, um, but at least they were in the race. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, were, right. exactly. they were playing meaningf- meaningful games in September. That's why I said 09. You know, yeah. Ben and I talked about this the other day. 08 actually hurt a lot more because we were both at that last game at oh, Shea. God, so to sit there watching Ryan Church's ball that we think is out of the ballpark right. Yeah. And it's caught at the wall. It was it, it was bad. Perfect. So let's go back to some hockey. Yeah, we're getting back to Johnson, the Johnson Bears situation. Do you think the only thing that's going back is the Belmont situation or the arena? Where are they going to play? Is that what's taking so long for this Tavares? I think so. I, I think that's number one on his priority list. Look, a guy like John Tavares, you're only in this position once, really, right? I mean, he, he, whether he signs with the Islanders, it's going to be eight years, or if he goes somewhere else, it's going to be seven. He turns 27 in a, in a few days, so it's going to be 34, 35 when the next contract is up. So this is really it for him. This is his one big payday. He has a right to know where he's going to play in three years. Um, I know fans are, are upset that he hasn't resigned already, and you know there was this notion if he wanted to be here, he already would have signed. He needs to know where this team is going to be in three years. I think it's a fair request. So he doesn't want to move to Seattle. Well, look, and I, I don't know if you guys have heard episode two yet of Mile Seat, but I was in Eisenhower Park yesterday. Uh, there is a lot of work going on behind the scenes in that locker room. They're going to have their own chef uh, making them lunch after practices and stuff. Uh, the front office guys, Garth and Kimber Auerbach, the head of communications, their offices aren't even done yet. They're still putting work into that. You are not dumping millions and millions of dollars into your practice facility if you're going somewhere else in three years. 
That's just the way I, that's bad business. I've never been a millionaire. I'm never going to be a millionaire. But I'm not going to waste millions of dollars on something that we're not going to be practicing in in three years. I have a good question about this lunch stick. Does media get the lunch too or just us? No, I don't get any. <laughs> I, get, I get to talk to the players and they're like, all right, get out. Don't touch. Now, now that we think, we'll think it's pretty clear, he's ready for the arena. Politics isn't a quick process. So is this going to be done by the end of the that season? Is, that Probably is the not. one caveat that fans need to remember here. Hempstead has no say in what goes on. They can say we're not crazy about this, but this is state property. Right. So you're not dealing with the, the town Hempstead supervisor or, or Ed Mangano or the Nassau County executive. This is state property. If the state says we want to do this, this could get expedited real, really easily. Okay, well that's good. Well, yeah. you also have all those people in the Elmont. There's going to be there is going to be blowback, um, but from what I've heard, um, Ledecky and Malkin are trying to get every person who wants to bid on that property involved. Like Ed Blumenfeld bid on the Coliseum property a few years back. Um, whatever he wants to build there, if it makes sense for everybody else, look, you take that piece of land. We're going to take this piece of land to build the arena, so they're trying to get as many people involved as they can, so this does go through. Alright, let's talk about the team a little bit. Um, since you're going to be paying attention with training camp, what are you looking forward to watching during this training camp process? Who's going to replace Travis Hammond? I think that's the biggest question. This is a top four spot. Travis did not have a great year last year. He'd be the first to say that. Um, and he was hurt, obviously. He's, he's had some injury problems. Uh, but this is it for Ryan Pulak, man. He has to step up during this camp and show that he can be a top four defenseman because once you get past Letty, Boychuk, Dahan, there's a lot of question marks. Thomas Hickey did not have a good year last year. Um, I think Yarrow is, is, is going to have a good year. It's a contract year. He's going to be motivated to have a really good year. So I think the goaltending will be okay. Uh, but if you're giving up grade A chances left and right, it could, it could cause a problem for sure. All right. Um, like you just mentioned Yarrow, and uh, Bryce has played pretty decent last year. Yeah. How do you think uh, Wade's going to like, manage the uh, goaltending? Whoever's hot or... Whoever is playing play? better is going to play. And I think that's a good thing. These guys are going to push each other a little bit. Uh, when Yarrow got sent down, it was really Thomas's chance to shine again. He shined during the playoffs in 2016, but looked like he wore down a little bit over the second half of the season. So if Yarrow's playing well, Thomas Grice isn't going to have to play 50, 50 or 55 games. So we're not sending him to Bridgeport? Nobody knows. Oh, my God. Thank God that circus is over, right? <laughs> That poor guy, you got to feel bad for him a little no, bit. Look, Garth hijacked that guy's career for two years. He yeah. really did. It was a shame. Uh, is he an NHL goalie? I'm, I'm not convinced, but at least he could have played somewhere else. And your playing time, too. Right. So, so for the first time, you know, it feels like a long time, I think we have a legitimate first line. What do you think that'll do for the team overall? Yeah. Is Jordan Eberle going to get 75 points? I don't think so. Um, but if he gets 30 goals and 35 assists, look, if Anders Lee can have remotely the kind of season he had last year, um, he really elevated his game playing with John Tavares. And we know what we're going to get from John. The contract is not going to be a distraction, despite what people are telling everybody. Um, so, yeah, the top line's fine. Um, but you got to be able to roll four lines. And curious to see more about the third line. Does Anthony Beauvillier become the third line center? Does Matthew Barzell make the team? Uh, those are questions that are going to be answered over the next three weeks. So, we signed last offseason, Lad, to play with John Tavares. <laughs> that lasted three periods. Yes, it did. How long is Everly going to last on that line? It should be longer, right? Uh, I would think all season. Um, Jordan needs to play well on his own end of the ice. Doug Waite's not going to stand for that stuff. Uh, but I think the top line is fine. Um, Andrew has to play with a guy like Brock Nelson or Matt Barzell. He can't play with Alan Quine's out for four to six weeks. but. 
Uh, everybody was complaining that Andrew Ladd only had, what, 35 points? And, what do you have, 12 assists or something like yeah. that? He's playing with Alan Quine. How many <laughs> points do you think Andrew Ladd is going to get with Alan Quine? So if you have Ladd, if you have Lee and Ladd as your top two left wings, I think Andrew Ladd could have a better year. Well, I liked at the end of last year, they, they played it with uh, Moulier and Hosting. Yeah. And now that, that line worked well, obviously, they the kids produced, and he led them. Yeah, I, I, I would stick with that line, but now they see... The first line they had it with Bailey and Barzal, right? Yeah, yeah. don't yeah. don't read too much into right. their day one of training camp. I think if Vlad and Hosang are your wings on that second line, uh, Josh is a pass first guy, as you guys know. So Andrew Ladd's going to score some goals. Yeah. Uh, we see the oozing potential with Hosang. Yeah. How do you see him producing this year? Do you think he has that top flight year, that big step? If he, like Doug told me yesterday, he's already had three separate 15-minute meetings with Josh Hosang since they started camp. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think it's actually a good thing. He's staying on top of Josh to make sure if Josh keeps his head on straight and focuses on what he has to do, this guy's going to be in the race for the Calder Trophy. I firmly believe that. One of the things last year was when Doug first took over as the head coach was they set up a meeting with the two of them when yeah. Hosang first got called up. And they said Hosang was waiting outside. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's good for Jose, too. The other day, he's joking about the Coliseum and picking up the set. That was great. That was great. It took me a minute to gather myself. Look, uh, he obviously got off to a very bad start, you know, oversleeping on the first day of camp. And Bart did the right thing. You're going to run the steps here for five hours, and I'm putting you on a flight home. So um, the mess has got across for a little bit, and then he got off to a really rough start in Bridgeport last year, uh, showing up late to the rink and everything else. I talked to Brent Thompson about that yesterday, the Bridgeport coach, and he said it was one of the more challenging times in his coaching career, but um, look, he really woke up in the second half and he played the last 21 games of the, in, in the NHL last year. It was good to see. All right, so what do you... Th- all right, so we all know the Metro division is arguably the toughest division this yeah. the last couple of years, but the uh, Penguins is back-to-back chance. The Rangers that are there every year. You got you got the Cats who are always president's trophy contenders. Got the Blue Jackets were good last year. Yeah. This goes on, we know the situation. What makes them get into that top three or that wild card situation this year? Just all the pups going the right way, or just someone needs to have a breakout? Season? Well, look, they've got to have a better start. The be- oh, yeah. That that first Love half killed them, um, and that was. Uh, the, the mantra over the first day of training camp and media day on Thursday, they can't get off to a slow start. Um, November has been awful to this franchise no, no, <laughs> over the past five or six no years. November. So, um, the years that they were good, where they had the, the back-to-back 100-point seasons, they were great November. I think there was one November where they won 9 of 11 games. So uh, do they have to do that? No, but they have to be more consistent. Uh, they can't have a rotten November. It's going to be huge. And um, Again, it's going to boil down to keeping the puck out of their own net. I don't think goal scoring is going to be a major issue. I think they were 10th in the league last year in goals for, so uh, they've got to do a much better job of keeping the puck out of that. And I think a lot of that is going to be uh, Ryan Pulak has to emerge as a top 4D and not having three goalies. That destroyed Yaroslav Halak last year, really did, and he made no secret about it. Uh, just to get into a little bit of the offseason, you know, Boston, we're uh, trading Avenue for some draft picks. Yeah. Do, can you see us whipping those picks for my, like, Matthew Shane? I hope so. In the tall, <laughs> or, I don't know how long with the Islanders. Do you see Shane as an Islander within the next, you know, well, I, I've been saying for months that this is one of the missing pieces. I don't think Brock Nelson is your prototypical number two center. Matthew, look, faceoffs have been 
uh, an Achilles heel for, the, for these guys forever. Uh, Matthew Shane is the best face-off guy in the league. He would help them immensely. If you look at a team like the Penguins, yes, they have Crosby and Malkin, but then you have, you know, you have or you had, they don't have any more, but guys like Nick Menino and Matt Cullen, they were so deep down the middle. If you add Matthew Shane uh, to a team that already has John Tavares and Brock Nelson, uh, Matthew Barzell, if he makes the team, and then Casey Sezikis as your fourth-line center, uh, holy smokes, I think they, they suddenly become maybe the deepest team down the middle in that division. Absolutely. Yeah. I truly think, you know, the Islanders need one more guy to just – move to the to that next spot. Like right now I see them as a bubble team, but I think one more one more guy yeah, for sure. I think it's Pittsburgh and Washington at the top, uh, but I think Pittsburgh takes a step back, losing those guys, Benito and Colin, like I mentioned. And, you know, Washington lost Carl Osner, who did so much on that blue line for the Caps for a long time. So it's more wide open, I think, this time, but those there's more bubble teams. Carolina is going to be better. Uh, we know Columbus is going to be in the mix. Philadelphia, I think, is going to be better than people think. So uh, look, it's not going to be easy. And, again, they have to get off to a better start. For sure. Well, the Columbus is start, start. They got off to basically carried them the entire yeah, season sure. by the end of the year. But they're not going to win 17 games. Right, but of course, <laughs> right. Maybe the Islanders could do that this year. You know, this thing is. I don't think I don't think anybody's winning 17 games. One that of, was just ridiculous. It's yeah, like it the, it's like the Indians. Yeah, yeah. One of the biggest issues the past few years has been the power play. Yeah. Jordan Everly's got to help that, right? Yeah. And Ryan Bula. <laughs> is he even making the team? Bullock? Yeah, he better. <laughs> no, he, he better because, look, you need that right-handed shot. The power play, as you guys mentioned last year, was not good. Um, Everly's going to help, yes. Why Ryan Bullock wasn't called up when Johnny Boychuk got hurt at the beginning of March is still one of the more baffling decisions. It doesn't rival the three-goalie thing, but it's close. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you have that 102-mile-an-hour slap shot. You have Andrews Lake in the middle praying that he doesn't get struck in a, in a certain area. Right, so he needs to learn to jump. There are a lot of weapons on that power play, and I think, and I think Scott Gomez is going to help. I know people kind of mocked it. He has no experience. I love what Dougie has done with his coaching staff. Um, finally, we've gotten past the point where if you didn't go to the university, University of Maine, you're not working here. Uh, there's a lot of guys, Dougie's guys, Luke Richardson, who we played with, Kelly Berger, who we played with, uh, and he, he said that Scotty blew him away during the interview process. So I'm curious to see how that plays out. What do you think of uh, Michael Dalcole? Is he making the team this year? No. No, he's not. <laughs> no? I, okay. I, I asked Garth about him the other day. Um, I know Michael played well in the rookie game last week, but Michael is three or four years older than most of the guys that he played against. I think that plays a role. Um, if Barzell doesn't make the team, I think that would help Dalcole immensely because Barzell will be the number one center at Bridgeport. You put right. those two guys together, that'll so get magic. Michael going a little bit. Um, but we're entering the territory where Michael does not have a good year at Bridgeport. Could he be a bust? <laughs> we're, we're getting we're getting close to that point. Uh, on paper, this team's a playoff team, I believe, in my eyes. Uh, if that th this team doesn't live up to those expectations, what do you think that the biggest flaw for this team would be? What do you think the reason that would be for them missing the postseason? Trading draft Travis Hamonic for draft picks. Uh, honestly, you didn't get an NHL player in return. Uh, and if Ryan Pulak does not step up, I know they love Adam Pellick, but Adam Pellick is not ready to be a top four defenseman in the National Hockey League. Um, Hickey's going to have to step up again um, because he was not good last year. We need the 2016 version of Thomas Hickey. Um, Scott Mayfield is in the mix that they love. I think there there's a lot of depth here on defense, but there's no Drew Doughty. You know what I mean? Like there's nobody who's going to play. Uh, I know Letty's going to play probably 25 minutes or more, but Letty's not a shutdown guy. He's a phenomenal skater. He's a power play guy. He's a, he's great at getting the puck out of his own end of the ice. Uh, but there's no stud here. There's there's a lot of decent players, but there's no superstar. So 
a shutdown D and Ryan Bullock not stepping up, I think, would be the biggest reason why this team doesn't have Now, that Havenick move, they trade Strong for Everly, right. more proven player, and they turn right around and trade Havenick, who's the top four defensive draft picks. What was the sense of that move? Assets. Uh, look, if the Islanders are going to get Matthew Shane, which may be still be a possibility here, those picks are going in that deal. Colorado's rebuilding. They're not taking, you know, Johnny Bullchuk for Matthew Shane. So um, I think it, it was a smart move in the sense it's a smart move if Dark turns around and gets a player for these picks. But if you're going to still have these picks in your hand next year, I'm not sure how this helps the 2017-2018 version. It was a go-for-it move and then a rebuilding move right after it. it, it they were contradicting themselves is what it looked like. But obviously, look, you look, said, there, there's nothing wrong with having a, a boatload of first-round picks. The Rangers haven't had any forever, and I think they're going to start paying for, the, for it very soon. The Red Wings making the playoffs 25 years in a row. You look at them now, they might be bad for a while. So yeah. if you don't have those high picks, uh, it's hard to sustain success. Especially in a deep draft, they say, next year. Yeah, this draft's supposed to be really good. So that bodes well for the honors, for sure. So you mentioned Brock Nelson, and one of the best things on the Isles podcast is <laughs> Mike's hatred for Brock Nelson. <laughs> is this the year we finally get Mike on the other side? Um, 30 goal score. <laughs> 20 goal score. If, Sorry. if Brock is, is in the middle between Ladd and Hosang, uh, like I said earlier, Josh is a pass first guy. I think Brock can score 30 goals. Look, the, we, we know how lethal that wrist shot is. That's where Brock scores the bulk of his goals, right? He's not a guy who stands in front of the net and uh, it goes off his knee or anything else. So, um, he just has to find more consistency. Brock's a guy who scores in bunches, and then he, he's asleep for, for two months. It's so crazy. The talent he, he has to he has to be better over the course of eighty-two games. This the talent he has. Is no, he's very skilled. Yeah. You said he you're He's the Lucas Duda of the Islanders. It's the that, same that's thing. A, that's a very good comparison. Who yeah. <laughs> we're all still disappointed didn't homer when he played at City Field. But hey. Um, before we switch topics a little bit, just a reminder for everybody, today's podcast is sponsored by SendingSocks.com, a monthly sock subscription for those Thank looking you. to give back and receive. As a Sending Sock member, you can anticipate the monthly arrival of the signature red envelope containing a fresh new pair of socks. As a result of your generosity, one pair of socks will be donated for each purchase. Just $10 a month plus shipping and handling, one pair for you, one pair donated every month. That's www.sendingsocks.com. Be sure to join today. But wait, be sure to let them know we sent you there by using code SND to get a dollar off your first month. Um, so you are a wrestling fan as well. I am. And, you know, they're like being seven years old this time. <laughs> Listen, that's why I got back into it. I'm like, my grandfather used to watch this all the time with me. And no, hold up. You're not one of those guys who brings belts to events, though. No. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> He said that I wrote. He's like, I don't understand the people who get the belts. I can't imagine you get many days walking around with a, with a wrestling belt. But that's just. Right. But they're champions. It's a family way to show the but after I can, yeah. You know, it starts with the title of the day. So. Yeah, so there's a pay per view next weekend. There is. Yeah. It's going to be a fun pay per view, I think. Um, they're trying to compete with. Uh, it's uh, Sunday Night Football. Yeah, that's the rumor. Yeah, yeah. What's the game? What's the, what's the football game? I don't know. Ben, you can look up what the Sunday Give me two night seconds. Is. Yeah. But do you think uh, Brock Lesnar could actually beat Braun Strowman? I don't see. Um, I, it's hard to envision Braun losing this match after the way he's kicked the crap out of Brock these past three weeks. Um, because then you're kind of building it up for nothing. Um, so this could be something where they go back and forth for two or three months. It's one of the few things that I like about Raw. I think Raw's been terrible, really, for the past few months, but uh, this should be a really cool match. I think one of the best things recently has been uh, Cena's promos. 
Epic. Epic. Like, and he doesn't even care. He's, he's like, he's I've like, seen it the last few years when he did the uh, U.S. title run. That was phenomenal stuff. Everybody starts realizing John's doing more now that he's a part-time player. He's like not even making it a secret that Roman Reigns sucks on the microphone. It's <laughs> awesome. It's, it's really great. He's like pulling teeth to make Roman something because... They've been force feeding Roman Reigns on everybody's throat for like three years now. It's crazy. We, I was sitting at Danny's house watching the Rumble, and we all said it. It's not a good thing when the guy you want running your show is being booed when The Rock is standing next to him. Right. That, that, that's, that's bad. I mean, when, when you're begging The Rock to try to carry this guy and it's still not working, it's a problem. Yeah, it really is. They need to have The Rock come and just kind of slam him down and yeah, exactly. get, him, get everyone to feel bad. He's been given every opportunity and it just hasn't. Right. That's something that game is Ritzkin's Raiders. So they right, should be so fine. Totally <laughs> yeah, that game will be over 10 minutes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There we go. That's good. Um, so, Brian, again, how does people listen to the new show? We're everywhere. SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, we created a website. If you know, you're not phone friendly, you can go to aisleseat.com and listen to the show there. Uh, we're all over the place. Awesome. And yeah. we're on all those places as well, except for Audio, audio Boom. Boom. Yeah. That's the only one we're missing so far. We just got promoted onto Stitcher this week. There you go. So, Brian, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. This was fun. Appreciate it. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Okay, welcome back to the SD podcast on 95 Network Voiceman and Oz special live from the Belmore Fair. Uh, don't forget, <laughs> there's some dancing going back there. <laughs> don't forget, today's podcast is sponsored by SendingSocks.com, a monthly sock subscription to those looking to give back and receive. A Sending Socks member, as a Sending Socks member, you can anticipate a monthly arrival of our signature red envelope containing a fresh new pair of socks. As a result of your generosity, one pair of socks will be donated with each purchase. Just $10 a month plus shipping and handling. One pair for you, one pair donated every month. That's www.sendingsocks.com. Please be sure to join today. But wait, there's more. Uh, use the promo code SND and get a dollar off your first month's purchase. Way to go. Yeah, and uh, we'll make sure to give it. Okay, I've got a question about Darren and Ben wants to donate. <laughs> so, in case you were wondering, we have a guest now. A colorful guest. A colorful guest. <laughs> <laughs> He's not colorblind. We just learned that. Our good friend, Craig Richardson. Hey, what's going on, Craig? Hey, boys. How you guys doing? Good to be here, man. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. So, go right into it. The bracelets, man. Bracelets, bracelets, paracord bracelets, it's um, military paracord, um, can make them in uh, any color, any team colors, uh, school colors, uh, whatever you want, ball collars, leashes, bracelets, uh, yeah, grab handles for your Jeep, whatever you need, I can, I can do it, I can make it happen. Don't look the mic, it's not here. Got it. Got it. Uh, <laughs> still learning. We're still learning. We're still learning. This is the worst time process for me. Yeah. 
You know, we should have went over this before we started recording. Yeah, that might have been a good idea. <laughs> but instead, we did it. Um, Craigie, for those who don't know, started out hardcore at the Coliseum, which is turned into BOA at the Barking Center. So, tell us how the experience has been now that it's been two years. Uh, it's been two years. The experience has been uh, absolutely incredible, fantastic. It's grown to over 100 members. We're still trying to get more people to come in. Um, you know, we're always inviting to everybody. Um, Anybody wants to come up, come up to section 228, 229, introduce yourself to everybody, and me, or uh, a couple of the other people up there, and everybody's friendly, Ben knows he's been up there, everybody knows, you know, everybody come on, come up, get some tickets, cheap tickets, only $15, we can hook you up with $15 tickets. Nothing else is worth it for the tickets. Exactly. And that alone, and, and to see me too, I guess. Right, you gotta see Craig. <laughs> and the drinker heads. And the drum, and the drum, yes. You come up, you can bang on the drum, you know, get out some of your frustrations from the day, have a good time, yell, yeah, scream. It's all good. Also, before we forget, we want to give your uh, girlfriend a birthday shout-out? Yes, happy birthday to my girlfriend, Sharon. She's, uh, what are you, 24 today? Beautiful. And how many years in a row is that? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going on. I think that's going on a century mark on years in a row. Wow! <laughs> uh, someone else go next. I, I. What's the thing? Someone, someone asking him a question. Well, who wants to like, come on, talk to me? Somebody talk. You know these gentlemen right here. This guy with the orange shirt. Let's check out the show we got here, man. Tom King, buy something. Oh, Tom's here. I have a question for Greg. What is the Blue Orange Army in Peru? Um, I'm fairly new to it, only a few, a few years, but to me it means family. Um, close family. We do, have, we do things on the off-season together. We do things, um, you know, everything we do is pretty much together. You know, road trips, aways, birthdays. We do bowling during bowling season. We, we, have, we have bowling events that anybody's invited to. It's family, it's family, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So you you have you, you know, all you guys know what it, you know, you know how it is, but it's it's the atmosphere, it's 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 kind of indescribable unless you've actually been up there and hung out and, and sat there. I think it's safe to say that, right? Absolutely. What are your expectations on the season? I'm looking for a great season. I, I, I want, I, I want to say, I, you know, I don't, I don't care what anybody says. I think it's something might happen, but I think we're, if even if not, I think, you know, the whole saying is stepped up. I think we'll look good. I think we'll look good this year. We look real. If everybody stays healthy, we look good. I, 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 I can say that with a, with a good amount of yeah, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to it, big time. Everybody should be. So it's been a few years at the Barclays. Positive, negative? You like the Barclays? You don't like it? I I love I love the Barclays. I don't like the ride. We drive. Me and Sharon driving. We don't take the train. It's um. I mean, you know, because when you drive home, it's only it's a half hour for us to get back here. Right. Um. The ride in is is a little hectic, especially after driving. You know, I drive all day long. But uh, the drive-in isn't bad. It could be at set times, if they, you know. But for the most part, I, I, I like Barclays. I like the atmosphere. It's, you know, it could be a list. Some things could that definitely need to be worked on. But um, what would you think it would be? Uh, to work on the Barclays Center. Well, 
I would want to see. Get me home quicker. That, you know, a little bit of maybe changes with the commute. Um, I don't really have an issue with the seating. I, I, I don't. I, I know some people do, and I, I can I can understand that. But I don't see a huge a huge issue with the seating. Uh, there is their spots, but hey, you know what? And especially if you're part of, of the Blue and Orange Army and you're paying fifteen dollars per game, you you know what do you really got to complain about? Um, some of the people, some of the, I mean, the staff there, I think for the most part, is the people are great. I have no complaints with that. Um, you know, there's not really many changes. I, I like, you know, if they work out the issues with the ice, uh, which I don't really think is that big of a deal, but some people say there is. But, you know, little things, nothing major, no major issues. Are you going tomorrow? Yes, I'll be there tomorrow, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Okay. All right, okay. So, what have you been in the policy for a We went to uh, Billy Joel, we went to see the weekend. Uh, we were there the other night for the um, season ticket on the skate, so that, that was really so, cool. For those who haven't been there yet, what, what do they do? It's awesome. Is it on a pig or are they really, really I, nice? You know what, I don't like to say that because, you know, that's 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 the pawn, you know what I mean? I don't like to, no, I don't like to call it a pig, you know, you know? You don't know anybody. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, for the, for the, for the most part, they kind of did. Um, it's hard to... Can, you know, fathom where all that money went, but I like it. I've always loved it there. The seating is nice. I mean, all the seats are wider. They lost seats. You know, I'm a I'm a diehard Coliseum guy, man. So I, oh, I yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's like you know, it is. It's like it reminds me of a mini Barclays Center. Well, that's what you know, for the most part, well, it's, it's, it's the same guys made it, so you know. Right, it's the, the same, it's same color scheme and all that. It's, I mean, it's, it's nice. They should have made the concourse wider. I'll say that. Added some, added some. I think maybe they added one. I heard more. they did. Uh, they did similar to what the old garden looked like. They did uh, inside the arena. You can walk around now. You still be able to see it. Right. That. That's. That's. That's real. That's one of the, the like big bonus for it. I mean, you could have you know concerts. I mean, you walk around on like, the level, and you can you can see everything. So it doesn't you know, no matter where you are, you can always you're always able to see the game, which is awesome. If they were to get, get, get their own arena in Belmont, I think that would probably be the, one of the best things they could possibly do to themselves as a franchise. Um, make their own money, you know, have a lot that you can tailgate in that will attract more people. Uh, you know what I mean? Because that's that's a that's a big thing, you know, with the island, the fan base. You know, tailgating's always always uh, since day one has always been a big thing. And I think if they get their own arena and do what they want, I, th I think it'd be a great thing. I know Ledecky's been around the league. So I think he's been to every arena, getting ideas. So I, you know, if, if it if it comes to fruition, I think uh, it'd be the best thing they could possibly do. The move wouldn't wouldn't bother me at all. I would love that about our own arena. Instead of sharing it with this one, you know, with the Nats and this, not the works, that run. Getting there on the arena, I think, is the best thing they could do. I love it. I would love that. Paul, oh, the only one with that, Thompson John Tavares signing on the dotted line? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I, I, honestly, I think he signs either way. Um, I'm, a, I'm an optimist. Um, 
I think he signs either way, whether it's mid-season, but I, but I think a new arena would definitely seal the deal instantly. Now, your gloves, Stone, this one, uh, I see a long divide between Ireland and Canada. If he wants $10 million, do you give him $10 million? Because that's what he's going to be looking for. So if he's going to make the open market, he'll get it. I, I feel... <laughs> <laughs> that's a good you know, people say he's worth eight and a half. I, if me being Gosnell, I would give it to him. He's the face of the franchise. You know, I, maybe you give him the money, you give him a new building, things turn around for him. I know last year wasn't, you know, an AC, you know, a, 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 you know an outstanding season for him. It wasn't dominant, right? Ben, thank you. It wasn't dominant, but I, I know he, he has the skill. You know, maybe some. He gets the contract and they, you know, they figure out where they're gonna play for, you know, for what, for whatever, how many years. I think he turns things around and things are good. I, th I think he's worth it. I would give it to him. Uh, you know, hey. He's had some great seasons. I think he's primed for a big year. He's got two guys on his wings now that can both score 30 goals a year. The sky's the limit at this point. I, I agree with that 100. percent I absolutely agree with that 100. percent So there is another team in New York that you uh, you enjoy watching. Yes, the, Bronx. the Yankees, the Bombers, the Bronx Bombers. They're not even supposed to be good. The Baby Bombers. The Baby, baby bombers. bombers. They're not even supposed to be good. But they're going to be three games behind, uh, you know, Boston now. Let him like to say the name. Aaron Judge having a solo rookie year. I wouldn't want to be Judge looks Nobody's invincible at this point. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree, especially with the 22 game win with the Indians. Astros have been good. Granted, they had a slight set off. But I think that's why they had an injury player back. So it's going to be a challenge. Obviously, we know that it's not fair than the Yankees scored this year. Um, who, do you think, who, who do you think would who would you want to face in the, in the wild card game? How would be all the other teams that are starting to set the I would like to face the Sox. I would like to face the Red Sox. I think we could, you know. Oh, yeah, that would be the Dorito. Oh, oh, God, that's a tough question. I would, I would like to go, I would take, 
twins. Eight twins. Eight. I'd go with the twins. I was, I was thinking, I was thinking of twins. Yeah, I, I would like, I would, I would like to go. I'd, I'd like to go up against the, the, the biggest. You know, obstacle first and get that out of the way. So I probably have maybe twins. Take those T. Burrios versus Severino, two years for 50 cents a great. One guy, I'm some guy, no one has mentioned, right? I don't think I heard yeah, no, uh, you know what? Like, uh, hey, look, I just overlooked him myself in, in, in these questions. He's definitely, the, he, he's been the un, unsung hero all year. I mean, big look, big shoes to fill, and he's definitely stepped into them. The only team that can stop the Yankees, honestly, is themselves. Pitching-wise, Tanaka, because the way he pitched the second half of the season, Severino and Greg, and you have three guys, you could be anybody. And let's not forget, you know, the old-time CC. He has been as much seen at all in the market. Absolutely. Good old CC, fat boy. Um, <laughs> I love CC, man. I love it. And, not too, and getting back to the Indians, you know, maybe they, you know what, they, that, you know, that was a phenomenal winning streak, but maybe they they gassed themselves, you know what I mean? I, and you know, I, I thought of that too. Maybe they got everything out now. They might, they, you know, they might fall apart in the end. Uh, Jeff, 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 Jeff. All right, Craigie, what else you got a promo for us? Are you doing any charity stuff this year? Charity stuff, we do the uh, United States Marine Corps Toys, Toys for Todd Shark every year. We'll be doing, this will be our fifth year this year. Um, we just did uh, a drive for Hurricane Relief in Houston. Um, what are they coming up? I think, and I, I, um, I think that's it. Toys for Tots is the next big one. And now in the um, the food drive for Thanksgiving. And, uh, and uh, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's the next biggest event besides the tailgate tomorrow. tomorrow, what, uh, tomorrow what, what road games you got planned for this year? We're gonna do Dallas. Um, I know you love that barbecue in Dallas. Oh, I love it. <laughs> That's my second love affair. Um, and hopefully, we have tickets for the Vegas game. Uh, we're just gonna try and work that out. But um, I'd rather just go to a room and sit on the beach and watch the game. Let's go like that We do both. Spend the day in Vegas and then go to Aruba. If I had the money, I would. Bro. I'd got the Jets at all around. If you, go to, if you go to Vegas, you can win the money. Don't worry. Yeah, that's true. Too. <laughs> you're allowed. You're not a player. You're allowed. Yeah, with my luck, though, we got out bankrupt in uh, an hour. <laughs> oh, Craig, you great having you on, as always. Uh, my pleasure, man, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you guys are always a good time, you guys, always. And uh, really, thanks again. I had a great time as you. We're also happy we were able to get some great music in the background for you, too. Hey, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm ready to start doing the mambo or whatever. You know, I feel good now. You know what I mean? I mean it's, put me, it's put me in an atmosphere for tomorrow morning. There you go. <laughs> thanks, Craigie. Thank, thank you, guys. Welcome back. And we are now joined. By two people. Why don't you stand loud and proud? First, I'd like to welcome them. You've been here with the show. Joe Rudo, a huge part of the Wiseman and I show. How are you doing, Joe? Very good, thanks. It's good to be back here with the guys on the Wiseman and Oz and the SD podcast. Also, we're joined by someone who's on our first ever show, Mr. Rob Todd. Rob, how are you doing? 
Doing great, guys. How are you doing? Thank you for coming. Joe, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. So we are live again at the SD Podcast Presents, the I-95 Network's Weissman and Oz show. At, live at the Belmore Fair. You know, Weissman forgot to mention that. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Same show, Weissman. <laughs> yeah. Set the whole thing up. You don't even announce what it is. When, when Weissman introduces our show, he forgets to... Especially the time and the date and how to listen, so I'm really surprised. But you're on the phone over yet? Does anyone know the phone number for people to listen to Weiss and Oz on Fridays from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock? 1605 562 8050 to join the conversation. So, don't miss that. Yeah, don't miss that. Or, if you do miss it, you can hear it on the SD Podcast channel on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and now Stitcher as well. We have just been approved. Does Joe still come on every week and do football picks? Uh, I come on when I'm invited. Yeah, sometimes I miss the invite. It depends on which one of them is mad at me. <laughs> oh, okay. Joe is invited every week. Joe can replace Steven if he wants from time to time. Wow. We did the same thing on our show, but we got Danny back. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a big shoes to throw. That big, goofy clown shoes to throw. That was Steven at you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was kidding, we love you. Yeah, Derek Hart t shirt, man. I saw a guy with a Derek Hart t shirt. I had a t shirt around before. We also saw a Maurice Jones Drew Raiders t shirt before. I saw about six times walking in his ear. Where he is now, I have no idea. Crying somewhere, probably, I guess. MJD? MJD. And he said, well, no, he was not the kid with the shirt. I don't worry about where kids walk to that. It's a legal issue. You yeah, mentioned how he's on a, uh, how he does, uh, he's at the school program before. He's very, very, very enthusiastic about that at the school program. Yeah, he works with kids. Well, he's seen a bunch of the kids here, actually, so. <laughs> okay, let's move <laughs> on then. <laughs> Alright, who wants to ask Rob a question? <laughs> Rob! Yeah, Weissman, go ahead. Can you balance the fact that Rob and I have been waiting for this moment? For a while? Oh, yeah. I guess I could say that. You know, Rob and Joe, this is the first time that they're actually face to face against each other. They've had numerous arguments on the air, President Nas, but we're finally here to have this moment. Rob, anything to say to Joe? They're not arguments, they're conversations, but heated conversations. I, I, it's just, it's an honor to be sitting across the table from Captain Obvious. Yeah.
uh, for the team and uh, the, the arena to you know make amends. I think Belmont's the only way to go. I think if they get Belmont, yeah, it's going to get out of stage. Uh, I just can't see anywhere else for them to play. I can't see the Garden, the Coliseum, maybe, but I don't see it as a very, very high possibility. The Coliseum is a pipe dream, okay? For some of these Iowa fans that are still holding on and paying their cut, it's not happening. I agree, it's not happening. Wait, we just agree on something. It was the first time for everything. Stop the presses. So, Rob, you're saying if Belmont doesn't happen, Jones is always dead, isn't in Islander? I think if Belmont doesn't happen, this is my crazy prediction, not only does John Ferris leave, this team leaves. There's, no, there's going to be nothing left for this team here. They're not going to have a home, they're not going to have a star player to market, they're not going to have, they have a building, they have people that don't want them. So, I think it's coming to that drastic type of measure that they could be gone. So you're telling me the NHL is going to let a New York market team with a league best TV deal for 2032 leave? That's what you're telling me now. Look at, look at all the factors. I understand the TV deal and I understand where the NHL is coming from. But you have to remember something. Yeah, I'm sure always going to be number two. It's Toronto. It's Tampa Bay. As we get into it, wow. of the, uh, the people on the street here. Rob, you see what you're doing? <laughs> I, listen, that, it's just the honest truth from me. You know, I, I just can't see it. Oh, Calgary will be. Calgary will be good soon. They can go the, the team could move to Calgary because Calgary is moving to Seattle. No, I, I, have, a, I have a prediction that we would go. Jonathan Morris is going to look great in a Quebec Nordiques jersey. No, it would not be Quebec. Where is the team going then? Where is the team going? Where, the team, where is he going and where would the team go? If you were a free, if I was him and I was a free agent, I wouldn't go to Toronto. I, I don't think, and I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go to Montreal. I would. I would think he would go down to Tampa Bay and play the Lightning and play the Stephen Coast. Maybe yes, maybe no. But my honest prediction, I think he goes to the West Coast. I think. Uh, I don't know. I think it's somebody like the Ducks or the Kings or. Teams with no money. Teams with no money. They'll find a way to have money. I wish I could find a way to have money. Like it's so easy. Talk about like it's so easy. We'll find that ten million dollars lying around somewhere. It's not going to be ten. It'll be probably twelve. On the open market. So you're saying the open saying someone's going to make him the highest paid player in hockey? Is what you said. Not the highest paid. No. Oh, McDavid making like fifteen. Well, you just said thirteen plus million. I said thirteen million. Okay, open, open so the, that, that 250 grand is going to make the difference? Being a <laughs> player or not? Isn't that what Connor got? 1325? Connor got 15 million. Did he? he no, got, he took a pay cut. No, he, he took a cut. 13. It came out that it was going to make 15, and then everyone's like, you guys have got to be kidding me. But if you add up everything together, don't you think it's going to add up to 15 million? Somehow he's making 15 million dollars a year. But the taxes must know, be nice. I, I don't know what the taxes are. You make it seem like easy, Rob. I'd like to go with my bank account and make it. Fit together for 15 million dollars a year. <laughs> you know, Joe, your worst nightmare of the embarrassing, Lincoln, is if he goes to the Rangers. Think about it. Or goes to the New Jersey Devils. It probably won't happen, but those are your worst nightmares.
if he goes to the Rangers, I think we all If he goes to the Rangers, every Islander fan will hate it until the end of his career. Sure. John Tavares goes to the Rangers. Thank God there's a train trestle behind him. Yeah. <laughs> there's one Rangers fan sitting at the table and a better chance of winning the lottery than the Rangers signing him for $13 million. You have a better chance of seeing the Rangers actually win the Stanley Cup in your lifetime than seeing John Tavares. Well, were you born before 94? I was not, unfortunately, I was born okay, in the so Rangers. Okay, so never mind. So, unfortunately, since you brought up the Rangers, there is another team that plays in Barely. New York City, the NBA. Barely. 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 Uh, I think they're not just near yet. Sorry. They're not near the Capitals and the Penguins level just yet. You saw what the Penguins have done and what it takes to win a Stanley Cup. So I don't think the Rangers are on that level. I, I'm still not, I'm not too sold on the Rangers forward court. I'm really not. I'm more sold on the defense than I am the forward court. And with an aging goalkeeper your life on this, you have to take that into uh, consideration. He's only got so much luck in the tank, and you know, not more years he has, but I don't think if, it, if it's within the next two years, it's not going to happen. I don't think they win the cup within the next two years. Um, unless they win it, I mean, I feel for Lundqvist, he's the best player that the Rangers have had for almost 20 years now, and he's still, they still can't get over the hump. But that's what they got on the defense for. Correct. They don't have anybody down the middle. Like, who are their centers? Don't, 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 they actually, do they need to have? Yeah. He's not supposed to be yeah. a number one center. They're going to try and turn him into that. No. But I like, I like the other, uh, I like the second and third uh, uh, line centers they have. And then you have uh, David Ray Hornet. Behind Michael Grabner, or if he plays it, he could be a really, really solid. Center for the Rangers. I'm not saying you can move up on the depth chart. Did you say Gradner or the center? No, I said David Day Hunter. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, I, heard, I heard behind Gradner, too. I meant to say with Gradner. Okay, okay. I was going to say, if, if Mika Zibinijad's your number one center, he's going to get eaten alive by Crosby and Tavares and Maxstrom and every center he plays in the division. Well, he wasn't brought in yet to beat him. He has no choice now. He has to step on the car. I like, this is a little behind the scenes thing. Joe's just sitting back and then he hears something and he goes, oh, okay. So now we're distracting from the trade station. You know, we are underneath the trade. It's kind of like Jay, like Ben said before. I'd rather hear you than the train, believe it or not. Right. I don't know. Some people may rather hear the train. I'd rather hear the train than the voice. Well, the behind the scenes thing is. Joe's sitting back being calm and then he hears something he doesn't like and jumps to the microphone at the table. I think Joe wanted to say something. Let's hear it. I, I don't think Zubanajan is going to get eaten alive. I think he's a very, very good hockey player. I agree with that. If the kid could stay healthy, I think he has a very good season. Besides him, who's, who's in the face-off circle for the Rangers? No. Who's down the middle for the Rangers? He's he's if he wants to. He's if he wants to. Well, either it's going to, they probably might turn J.T. Miller into a center, or they just might be in New York, by the way. Oh, because turning other players into centers, or positions they are playing, is very good for the New York team, right? He's a primary center. He's not supposed to be a winner. He's a primary center. 
They said the, uh, the, there was a rumor of the Islanders with him, and I wanted them to stay as far away. I don't think he's a good actor. If he went to the Devils, I wouldn't be singing his praises because he's not a good player. Shen Kirk's a fine, he's an okay player, and he's replacing Dan Girardi, who had nothing left. So, by default, it's better. Not really, because it's, he's an offensive defenseman. Girardi was a stay-at-home defenseman the last couple of years. So it's, you know, comparing apples to oranges, you really want to get back to it. Let me ask you, Joe, what cost the Rangers in the playoffs? It was the power play. Who was the guy that they brought in to fix the power play? And to be the number the reason that the Rangers get a tracker. Of course the Rangers in the playoffs was not finishing games. They blew three leads. I mean, it was the main times that they let the game go in the last minute. Go look at how many power play goals they scored in each of those series. A guy like Shadford probably changes the series and they win. I understand the goal needs and that was pretty bad. Okay, Rob, does Shadford put them over the top? Does Shadford make them a legitimate Stanley Cup contender? Well, in many people's eyes, yes. I think around this table, no. But, I mean, for me, I, like I said, their ceiling is third in Metro. Can they sneak by in the playoffs? I don't know. I don't think they're on Pittsburgh or Washington's level. And I don't even think Columbus is Columbus has got better right. with, 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 with the addition of Panera. But Carolina's getting better. Philadelphia is still Philadelphia. The Devils are improving. Even in the, even in the, uh, the Atlantic. Toronto is going to be up there. You know I didn't know Weissman was this popular? This is his second goal call this session. Yeah. But the Rangers, the Rangers are the only team that you mentioned that doesn't have that elite goal score. So the Rangers are going to have to find ways to score a goal. The last thing we first scored, the Rangers had was Robin. He was Robin. Absolutely, he was. You know who's supposed to be? That's the problem. That's the problem with the Rangers. That's the problem with they don't have any goal scorers. Their only goal scorers are supposed to be the guys they develop, like JT Miller and Kevin Hayes. They're not turning into that. They shouldn't. They, they wanted them to turn into that. But it has to come. The thing with them is no one really expected them to become the elite goal scorers. They are, they are who we thought they were supposed to be. But they're not. No, they want. They, they think that, but we all know that. JT Miller was probably one of the best forwards in the NHL for half a season. Then he went and visited. Well, yeah, Hayes was great. They were the, 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 the most great frustrating Ranger is definitely Kreider, because when Kreider decides to show up, he's yeah. one of the best forwards in the league. Absolutely, but Chris Kreider is a headpiece. If you don't yeah. say that, he's, he's, a, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a little bit of a headpiece. A headpiece is some underachiever, sounds like a real Stanley He's not an underachiever. You won't be no, he's not a he won't be an underachiever until he has a really, really bad season. What are we talking about, Nash? I no, said a headpiece and some underachievers. He's supposed to take the Rangers on the top, but that has happened. And it never, it, that was not the guy that they should have traded. 
I don't think they should have traded with Nance. I don't think that was the right move at the right time. I think the Rangers really have, good in April. The Rangers' philosophy is we're just going to go and get either the high-priced free agent, he's a really good kill, kill. the biggest name out there, and then trade away. He's the most expensive. He has a real confidence. He's the most expensive. They sold the bull for Eric Stahl. It didn't work. When did he try? He's sending the Islanders drop. When did the Islanders try? When did they go out and get the highest when price the, rate? When was the last time they overpaid? Yeah. 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 She asked you, she didn't I understand he was never a free agent, but they thought he would. Listen, it's going to be the same thing. Stamkos going to be the same thing this as Tavares will be all season. Every team's going to think they have a shot at this guy until he signs on the dotted line with the team. Everybody. Are you saying the Arizona Coyotes don't have a shot at John Tavares? No, I'm saying they have a best shot at John. I'm saying they're here. Everybody's got a shot. Lightman, we're recording here. <laughs> You need to stop getting up. Why more man? into the people Weissman. walking by? Hey, David, how you doing? You see, I'm, I'm into the people walking by too here. Uh, I lost my train of thought. You see, Big Daddy's messing me up again. I think when two fellows are also on. Way to go for that. He's the leader. He's the leader. Yeah, but he's going to be the one. Oh, Super Bowl. He's to step up. He's going to be the one. He's Yes. Game five, they decide each yes. part is shot the third period. Like, that would have been nice for the first period. But here's the problem the writer is. He's got a. 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 He's got when is he at 80 points in the season? 85. He needs to become that guy. He's on the first line for a reason. But he doesn't play like a first line player. I'm sorry. Nobody's getting 80 points in the Rangers. He doesn't have 80 points, right? No one's getting 80 points in the Rangers. Oh, nobody's getting 80 points on the Rangers. This team is going to go through a month, score a bunch of goals, to look at the best team in hockey. It's slowly going to be disintegrated. As it always does. I, I think they got really lucky last year with the, the start Grabner got off to. Grabner's not a 25 goal scorer. He's not. He is that one year. It's the way that AV used to though. That's that's why you that's why you score whatever he scored. He's, but he's not that guy. But, yeah, no, no, keep going, keep going. But last year, it was, it was the guys, too many guys got into some long slumps, like Stefan, Ryder. Well, Stefan's gone, but you have to remember something. The second half of the season, you think the Rangers were a good team? They went, they, they were horrible at home. They didn't win. Yeah, that was their number one reason last year, because they couldn't win. Why do you think they also lost in the playoffs? Yeah, they can't, they can't play at home. Yeah, they beat Montreal, but after that, I don't know, you know, I don't know if it's the bet, they might have been the, 
Rob, if there's a way for people to argue with you more on Twitter, how would they follow you? Are we talking about arguing with Rob on Twitter right now? Oh, that is my favorite pastime. The king, the king of tweeting, tweeting highlights from his TV video set. Captain Obvious. Yes, you are the one who bashes your team, bashes one guy in general, and he doesn't even know who you are. Now he wants to be family friendly. He hasn't yeah, been Steven, here for the segment. Stephen, Rob and I have been very family friendly here today. You would know if you weren't right, on the phone right. the whole time. If you, didn't, if you didn't keep picking up the phone and walking away, you would have been uh, yeah, knowing that. Well, that's fun to print, so. Oh, yeah, you could have waited till after the segment. Who's I could have found you. Watch out. Oh, Rob, what do you want to talk about? I'll no. talk about anything with you all day. Can we talk about, can we talk about how bad the Jets are? Can we pause for a second and let Weissman Wait, Weissman has something to say. Weissman has something to say. Two seconds that you can get to the Jets. Hey, it's going to take all of it. Have a beer. As a result of your generosity, what pair of socks will be donated with each purchase? Just ten dollars a month for shipping and handling. One pair for you, one pair donated every every month. That's www.sendingsocks.com. Be sure to join today. But wait, be sure to let them know we sent you there. Use coupon code SND to get the dollar for your first one. Oh, you're done. Um, thank you, Weissman. We had a talk. You guys like the talk? No, it was mostly Rangers. Well, what do you want to say about the Islanders? Uh, Give me a prediction. This guy wants to hear us talk about the Islanders, so let's talk about the Islanders. All right, Joe, let's talk. You need the mic, genius. What's your prediction? I think they're going to have a good team. I mean, why? Are we a playoff team? Let's look. Our play got better. 100%. We were, what, third in the league in even strength goals? So now you improve the power play, it's only going to give you more points. You can say the power play got better, but it's the guys on the team that have to show that. Okay. So we added 105 miles per hour slap shot and a 30 goal score. I want to see it on the ice. Unfortunately, you can't write this second. We're still 20 days away or something like that. On the ice, they added 105 miles per hour slap shot to that power play and a 30 goal score. Here's the problem. Is he going to be on the first power play or the second power play? That's a major question. If they put him in more. What would the key two words, Rob? Power play. He's going to be on the power play. One of, one of the two. He's going to be on it. Why can't I have both? Yeah, why, why can't we have both? That's the problem. There's so many guys who could be the power play. There's already three guys who have a secure spot. So what you're saying is. Uh, I mean, oh, so what you're saying is you have extra guys that you can put on that first power play. Which then means you should be getting better on the power play, right? right. If, Thank you. If Nick Letty is now your second power play quarterback, or your or Ryan Pulak is on your second power play, I think our power play is doing pretty fine. shouldn't be on your second power play, but who knows? That's, 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 that's what I'm saying. Regardless of where they go, this is an improvement. We have options now instead of literally Nick Letty trying to rope it up the puck into the zone every time. Excuse me, he doesn't rope it up, he drops it for They did. They have they got younger. They got nastier. They have guys who are more hungry. Look at what Scott Mayfield said on Thursday. He 
He says, there's a spot now and I want it. You didn't need that from Kuwak. You didn't need that from Kuwak. Stop it. Who is the number eight defensive match? The number eight guys, he wants the spot. He wants to be the number three defensive match. And you know what? I get it. I hope he does. I hope he goes out and it shows that he's worthy of that. So I, I agree with you. I hope he does too. That, that's not a bad problem to have. It's not. But that's the thing. The reality is, is when it comes to it, it's not going to be a problem. It, it does become a problem because you have to follow the map. You have to Favorite 
so... In no way am I a modest Rangers fan. I like the Islanders. The biggest homer, the biggest homer on the set right now is talking, I don't see where we're like, I can see a six-point jump. We got a guy, we got a gentleman here. This is this is the great thing about doing this show in public. You talk about something that somebody doesn't like, they come over and immediately voice their opinion. We got a guy yelling at us from afar here. He's got spit coming out of his mouth. Uh, as for me, Rob, I'm with you. The Owls get over 100 points this year. They finish ahead of the Rangers. Thank God Stephen Weissman is here to give his prediction. The Rangers are going to have a better record than the Islanders. I truly do think the Islanders are still a double team, and the Rangers have proved tremendously on defense. That's not my point. I'm not going to say how many points because I don't want to give my points, but I want to thank Rob for having joining us. (laughs) (laughs) We had him, Stephen. We we had him. <laughs> we had him, so I know you didn't get that concept because you were on the phone. But we had him on our show, right? Technically, it, Weissman was on ours. Popularity, popularity. Stephen Weissman, ladies and gentlemen. Well, 
Thanks, Rob. Welcome back to the Yes and Me podcast show presents the I-95 Network's Vice Man on Show. Errol, I think you have a read for us before we go forward. Uh, I do, I do. Uh, this show is, pre- is uh, presented by www.sendingsocks.com, a monthly sock subscription for those looking to give back and receive. As a Sending Sock member, you can anticipate the monthly arrival of your signature in a red envelope containing a fresh new pair of socks. As a result of your generosity, one pair of socks will be donated for each purchase. It's $10 a month plus shipping and handling. One pair for you, one pair for, uh, donated every month. That's www.sendingsocks.com. Be sure to join today. But wait, be sure to let them know that we sent you there. Use the coupon code SND. The coupon code is SND to get a dollar off your first month. Good job. Also, uh, don't forget to come over. Our raffles are closing in a little while. Auctions closing in a little while. This will be our last segment. So, if you want to be included in the raffles and the auctions, now's your chance. We've got to promote a little bit. <laughs> I want to talk football. The people here in front of us want to talk football. There's a guy with an Exilio Elliott jersey on. Who may not be playing again after Tuesday. But hey. <laughs> I said, I have nothing against him. Can we, can we do the pick him for the week, please? Oh, all right, all right. Remember when I was in a hurry. Excuse me, I'd rather change straight to the next Thursday, the Niners Rams. Yeah, I got the oh, Rams. <laughs> Are you sure about The other day was so great, you know. <laughs> all right, let's go. Uh, so Sunday at 1, Kentucky Fried Chicken will be hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Weissman, we're going to start with you on this one. There's no spread. Remember, we're giving you this. We're giving it straight up. Even though Philly put up a good fight last week against Washington, I'm going to go to Kansas City at home. They never lose at Arrowhead. I'm going to Kansas City here. We're not doing the spreads. This is too easy. Guys, uh, Andy Reid against his understudies, 83. Doug Peterson, uh, you got a good young team. You don't, you don't have a shot in Arrowhead. Give me Andy Reid. Give me Kansas City at home. You don't have a shot in Arrowhead unless you're the Philadelphia Eagles, who have won three of their last four in Arrowhead. I'm going with the Eagles this week. Wow. How do we ma- like? We don't even do any of that. We don't. We don't pay attention. <laughs> we don't even do research. Jeez, that was good. Good job, boys. All right, we're just gonna get to the next game. Forget us. We're just useless. <laughs> The only thing, the only thing I'm gonna go with as Earl Austin Joe is the Eric Berry. We want to win for Eric Berry. You know that's fast this year now that he tore his ACL. He's one of the best players in the league. It's sad to see him go down, but I still think that city is gonna be able to handle the Philadelphia Eagles this week. I'm taking the Eagles there. They're my my sexy pick of the week. Oh, oh yeah, we do a sexy pick of the week. Alright, uh, I'm going to the Eagles as well. I think they're going to constantly just go find a way to spread the uh, secondary with our running Yeah, we'll take it. You can bit moment, whatever. It's fine. So, I think I think the Eagles, I think they're going to have Jeffrey find a way. I don't know, maybe he can see the guys will go. I think the Eagles are going to find a way. I should keep track of my picks. Good enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the next game we're going to go to is the Bold Cardinals 
Versus not Scott Tolson. I'm sorry, man, but it's not Scott Tolson this week. My boy Scott Tolson is not going to say he's going to fill in for the who knows where he is, Andrew Luck. And we're going to go the other way. Danny. Danny. Cardinals Colts. Alright, I was still going to pick the Cardinals anyway. Uh, after the last week, he's still out there. And he's going to be ready to go. Yeah, the Cardinals are the easy pick. Uh, the Colts can't block anybody. They can't run the ball. They can't throw the ball. They really have nothing right now. They, they can't do anything. 30 points last week to the Rams. To Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Who could have scored 30 points if it left a pen on it last week? I really think you guys are going to get something for the Rams. No, no, I know. And also another fun I'm going to have a fun fact for you about the Rams when we get to the Rams game this week. But I'm going to go with Arizona in this game. I, I think this is going to be a unanimous decision for Arizona. Oh, Weissman. 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 I understand David Johnson when I'm playing this game. Uh, also, let's see Weiss being a running back for the Cardinals. He could rush for 100 yards on his defense. Give me there, Lloyd. This is my house, What? Oh, God. I think I'm going to go this one. Can I also state on record that? Will, I just got, it's not really a statement, more of a question. Will Tuxedano know what team he plays this week? No. He, he said after the game last week that it was off to be, wasn't it? The 49ers. The 49ers. He got the coach right. He, he, he got the team right. He got the state. Yeah, right? You gotta give him that. Alright, wait, so we're going back to you. Chicago Bears traveling to the 0-0 zero zero Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Going off a of bye week. Well, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Good play, Wallace. Well, Cardinals, they're going to win this season. They're going to win this season. Yeah, you know, the Bucks. The Bucks have something to play for. Everything going on. Florida. You know, I'm a big fan of my guy, Jameis Winston. Mr. Crab Legs himself. I don't know what the Bucks are missing. You took my thunder. I was totally going to say Crab Legs for everybody. That's who can, huh? Then, yeah, it's the Bucks. Easy pick. Uh, they're gonna get off to a good start now after they had their basic bye week last week. And, you know, they're a lot of teams' sexy pick for the year. It's gonna be a good game, but they're gonna win. Damn, but. They did. Give, it, give the Bears some credit. They did do a good job last week against the Rennes. They held it. They had the ball in the 81 line with a chance to win the game, but they just couldn't do it. Alright, next game, Danny. Cleveland traveling to Baltimore. Um, I like Baltimore. I'm Baltimore. Yeah, I think it's Baltimore. It's gonna be I think it's gonna be a little closer than no contact, but Baltimore got a good defense. Uh they lost Danny Woodhead, but I mean that don't pull that much. Joe Flacco stays out stays on the field, so we can. There's a fun fact about the Cleveland Browns. They have the highest paid offensive line in football. They gave up, what, eight sacks last week, was it? Something yeah, like that. Listen, almost ten sacks last week. With the most highest paid offensive line. How's your life in Baltimore on this one? You got a lot of fun facts. Listen, Cleveland was 
Alright, this is actually an intriguing game in my opinion. Uh, the Vikings are going to be traveling to Pittsburgh this week. Weissman? I'm trying to figure out what the rivalry is. What's the rivalry? <laughs> they played in the Super Bowl in what, the 70s? Maybe? I think no Big Rig in Minnesota or anywhere near each other. Minnesota coming up short for us Monday Night Football. I'm sure Big Ben wants to get back on track at home. Minnesota hasn't won in Pittsburgh since 1995. I look for that to change this week. I'm taking Sam Bradford, Adam Thielen, and the Minnesota Vikings. My, my, fear, my fear of Sam Bradford is apparently he has random knee injuries this week. Good new. Um, the Steelers are young and hungry on that defensive line, and then the Angels team, Jason Harrison, is out there too, just, you know, lifting 5,000 pounds of that a day. So, Big Ben, you know. You know, he's those pretty girls in the end zone. You never know what's going to happen. So I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. My fear with Sam Bradford is that he's Sam Bradford. So <laughs> I'm going to go with the Steelers. And, uh, I mean, it's going to be close game. It's going to be a good game. The Vikings are one of the best rosters in the league, but they have Sam Bradford. So, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm going with Pittsburgh as well. I'm going to open it up a little bit to see if Bradford is one. I think Bradford is going to be there. All right. So, now, the Titans at... Oh, no, wait. We skipped one. Buffalo Bills traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Danny. Yeah, I'm going Carolina too. I like what they're doing. I like uh, McCaffrey and what Stewart in the backfield. Gonna, it's going to be a, a pretty easy win for the Panthers, I think. Yeah, I'm going with the Panthers, even though I'm pretty mad at Rob Rivera for saying that he could have. Keep it down a little bit with Christian McCaffrey so he doesn't overuse it. And I have him on multiple fantasy teams. It, it's amazing what having a healthy Cam Newton can do for a football team. I'm going to go with the Panthers here. Guys, this is my upset special this week. I'm picking Buffalo to go into Carolina. Wow! Beat Carolina in Carolina. Carolina's going from west to east. You know how tough that is. Carolina's not going from west to east. They were oh, in San yeah, Francisco this past week. I yeah. still don't trust Cam Newton after career highs in QBR, passing rating, completion percentage last season. Give me the Bills to sneak this one out. 24-23. I'll give totally that that was totally different. That going to do it, too. I wish I was a reporter. I don't like the name in Carolina. Which is Carolina. Carolina. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 why your show is the way it is. Okay. <laughs> now we're getting personal here on the. They're both well for shaking wow. the point, my fantasy team. I can't believe that just happened. You're going to score yourself out now. <laughs> where's your guest list? Okay, where's your guest list? That's like you need them. So now we'll move to the next game. And we're going to start with you Tennessee and Jacksonville. 
Sorry, Zach's no. Guys, this is my favorite game of the week. The way the Jaguars D-line looked last week, plays Campbell with Ford Sacks. They're going up against the real good offensive line with two old pros in the tackle position. I'm going to take Jacksonville in a close game at home against the Tennessee Titans. Jacksonville looks a little good, man. Guys, I, I think it's Long Beach Lightspin and on his show, I believe. I was called crazy for that. Oh, shocking. Unfortunately, in this world, I think Tennessee Titans pulled out. I got to go with the Titans on this one. I got them winning the South in the AFC. Got to start somewhere. Can't be out with two. So, Titans are going to pull it out this week. Uh, the Jaguars did look good this week, but there's a band playing behind us, and they can probably block better than Houston. Cowboys at Denver. 
Redskins, yeah. Give me the uh, give me the Rams. Uh, I originally picked the Redskins. I think I'm changing my pick. Red, the Rams get uh, Aaron Donald back this week too. So is he play? Definitely is play. He, is he play. I don't know if he's ever playing. I know he showed up in practice. Yeah, so that's gonna help a defense that's already looked good. He's got some weapons and a consistent coaching staff now. Jared Goff, maybe he's something, but I'm, yeah, I'm taking the, the Rams. Alright, so next game is the Nadler, the final West Coast game and the final four o'clock game for the week. It is the uh, wonderful 49ers traveling to the 0 1 Seattle Seahawks. I'll go with Seahawks for the obvious reasons. Uh, I think after what not a bad loss for the Wolves that they had that play on the road. I think their offensive line is going to play a little bit better against the uh, lesser team of uh, San Fran. They're going to play healthy with the Seahawks were able to do nothing on the ground. They ran for 60 yards last, last week on 15 rushes. They got to get something going on the ground. Uh, I think they'll be able to do it against the Niners. I'm taking the Seahawks. Going with the Seahawks as well. My defensive rookie of the year is out for six weeks, so Seahawks it is. Yeah, look for Seattle on the bounce back week and get the win in this one. If this offensive line can't contain San Francisco, I have a fair big settlement. Give me the Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks. Good job, boys. So proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sunday night football. Woo! <laughs> Is that you? I told you that. Do you want me to start that one? No. I'm going to last. You guys know who I'm picking. You think it's really difficult to figure out who he's going to pick between the, the Packers and the Falcons? Who do you think he's going to pick? Let Weissman figure out who you're going to pick. Who am I going to pick, Weissman? I don't know who you're going to pick. It is an actual difficult No, it's a good game, obviously. I'm not saying it's a blowout. I'm, I'm picking the Packers, obviously. Well, I'm going to say Atlanta wins this one. If anyone was wondering, the Chick-fil-A and the Mercedes-Benzo is not open for Sunday. They changed it to a prize place. Uh, uh, give me the Packers. Give me the Packers to get the revenge from last year. I thought they would go into Atlanta and take care of business. Obviously, it didn't work out that way. But uh, the Falcons often struggled last week, and I think that might be a sign of things to come. Forgive me, Green Bay. Yeah, I don't think you said it. The Falcons beat Green Bay last week. Last season, week eight, in the NFC Championship game, I think Green Bay is going to have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder this one. Give me the Packers. I do think the Packers have a chip on their shoulder, and I do think it's going to be a close game, but the Falcons, just opening up the new stadium, I'm going to go with the Lions this week. Before Danny goes the corner who was covering Leo Jones as number one corner last year got cut this before the season that's how beat up the Packers secondary was in that championship game so I think they'll show a better performance. I'm going to the four tracks up there. It's going to be on a nice stone stadium, nice turf, 
Alright, so we got one last game. Monday Night Football, Danny. I'm going to take the Lions to spoil the Giants' home opener. I like the way Matthew Stafford played last week. You know, the, the new contract has seemed to have affected him very much. He's got a new weapon, Kenny Galladay, coaching our set last week. I think the Lions will take this one. I think I'm going to go with the Giants while someone gets eats his corn over there. That corn looks like a real deal. <laughs> <laughs> someone said corn? Not corn, you genius. Get corn off your mind! Listen, whatever's on your mind, keep it on your own mind. That's $3 you're ever going to spend. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear that, the corn people, that's $3 you will ever spend. My mouth is watering now. So I'm going to take the Giants, I think Beckham plays this week, but not as a huge of a factor as people think. I think that he'll just be on the field. The Giants have won four of their last five against the so I think you're forgetting the fact the last time they did play on a Monday Night Football, they were on the way to be the worst defense in franchise history. The defense is a little bit different now, and boys, he's bad. Odell's coming back, guys, and that's just going to help the offense in so many different ways. That, that was really cute. Do you practice that in the mirror? I, I practice it. Like, you know, 3 a.m. He has the practices, man. He sits with Weissman. We're together. Boys, give me the G-Man, the best back on Monday. No, I don't know what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Oh, that's what they're doing. Oh, that's what they're doing. Oh, that's what Yo, there is nothing better than the New York City Podcast Show with the Giants are losing because Danny just goes off. Behan's take is going to be hot this week. Oh, Giants, you're not pulling up. Alright, so we're going to do our. I believe the only auction that was won was by Joey Love, who was standing there. Right, is it the only thing we bid on? You won! You won the picture of Jake Simmons next year that will be in his jersey. Right. We could try and get him to Photoshop the Maple Leaf jersey on right after the season. It's still blue! We're making a spin out of his corner with that comment. Some guy drove right before and said the same thing. The guy, yeah. Yeah. The guy who's on the corner. I think we beat the assault in Toronto, by the way. My Alright, I don't think you guys should leave because we're about to do the raffle. Anybody else want to get in on the raffles while you're sitting over here? Last call for raffles. That's it.
Let's do the Jeter thing because she just put all of her, her, all of her, pick, all of her tickets in there, and I want her to win. The, the Jeter <laughs> one's been a popular one today. Can you